Hey everyone and welcome to Animate the World, a show about two friends and their love letter to animation in all its wonderful forms. I'm your co-host, Kelly Smimo. And I'm Richard Minari. And fun behind-the-scenes fact, uh, whenever I recite our most holy of intros, I do raise up the number two in, when I say two friends each time, like a little peace sign to my computer. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. That's interesting. I just have to. When it- Whenever you give the intro, I slowly raise the middle finger while you're doing it. So it's like we, we each have like our own little thing that we're doing. That's cute. Richard! Yeah? You're supposed to be the good boy. I'm the good cop. Are you? In our good cop, bad cop outfit. Are you, are you getting, are you changing your image? Are you becoming yes, a bad I'm boy? Yes, I'm going for bad boy. This is my new image, bad boy Richard. Hey, poop. Ugh, that's not what bad boys say. That's what <laughs> hey. four-year-olds say. Hey, you ding dong, oh let's take this outside on the playground. You and me, fisticuffs, 2 p.m., right after school. Let's go. Richard, we both know yeah? that I would win in a fight. Not necessarily because me flat. I'm stronger than you, but because you are so scared of hurting someone. I don't want to hit anyone, and I also don't want to be hit. I like to cower. That's my thing, <laughs> bad boy. <laughs> Running's the best strategy. The best offense is running away bad boy the best offense is just not being on the fence yeah <laughs> offense oh my god wordplay bad wordplay mm. i'm doing our intro thing again that means i'm flipping you off oh my god i'm not i'm not actually <laughs> my hands do nothing during our podcast <sighs> richard you need to move in next door yeah. to me so we can have like what the cool podcasters do, which is they videotape their podcasts so they can get ad what? revenue on YouTube. They, oh, that's like too, why don't they just do, well, I guess you can't listen to YouTube when you're on the train. Okay, I get it. Never mind. It just took my brain a moment to process why you'd put a visual above a podcast. Well, no, it's like you can actually see them recording it. Yeah. No, definitely. Like, it definitely makes sense to me. Like, oh, that think uh, YouTube. Of, think of program. all of the things that our viewers are missing out on in the facial expressions we could be pulling. Yeah, and also our beautiful, beautiful faces. See, that's the that's the drag, though, is that I'd actually have to wear clothes. Yeah, I record naked, too. <laughs> Amazing. I feel released. I feel free. We I all um, know that you record of... when you're in the bathroom, that's true i record on the toilet (laughs) i find it's where inspiration strikes me the hardest (laughs) bam what were you gonna say i was gonna say i just recorded a a a a test pilot episode with my roommate we're thinking of starting a podcast (gasps) and it was so weird sitting in the same room as someone and recording you're cheating on me no we never we never said we were you know a thing (laughs) podcast exclusive yeah, I did, you know, after 60 episodes, I didn't think that meant, like, you know, <laughs> we were, like, in any sort Wait, of... Wait, what's like, this new podcast about? Tell me. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, we mostly just... Talk, we were, like, we want a podcast. We don't know what we're going to do. So we just talked about all the different things we liked. Wow. Amazing. It was a lot of role-playing games and a lot of uh, TV that we watched. It was nice. Richard, I was actually thinking yes? of a podcast idea, because that's all I do, apparently, um, mm-hmm. with you, because I don't feel like 
you know, breaking our exclusive pop. No, but of recording us trying to play my K-pop D&D game. Uh, I love it. It's also a way to spread the good word about your K-pop game. That I still I haven't playtested, so it's a disaster <laughs> ready to happen. There are so many, like, actual play podcasts out there of Dungeons & Dragons, yeah. but none of my UM, so... Um, just an idea I'm throwing out there. Wow, I'm going to cool. cut all of this out of the episode. Richard, what is our <laughs> question of the week? Oh, you got it. Here, wait, wait, wait. let's leave a buffer in case you do cut it out. One, two... Okay. Uh, I got a question for you that I'm really excited about. Okay. Okay, um, so I have a question for you, Kelly. Do you? Yeah. This is the first time. Uh, yeah. Um, this time it's my turn. Here's the thing. It's... If you had the opportunity to put on some VR goggles and marry someone, your anime... Your, your anime... One of your many anime family members, would you do it? Did you say beer goggles? Or VR goggles? Uh, uh, VR goggles. Okay, I heard beer goggles. Would you, if you could put on some beer goggles, which are the hilarious thing that people do in police places to so pretend you're drunk. No, the VR ones, the virtual reality ones. So mar- if you could marry someone in VR, would you do it? Would you? Here's the thing, is that like... Kelly! Is it a socially accept... Like, what is... Do you mean... So you mean marry a fictional character, or do you yeah, mean marry, marry someone character. real in the VR world? Oh no 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 like, no! no. A, a virtual VR. marriage. Yeah, yeah, like that. That that that's no. I'm talking about a fictional character who is rendered in the virtual world. What are what are the perks of marrying a fictional character in the VR world? You get a piece of paper in the real world that says that you're married to this person. Is it like a first you... come first serve, or can anyone marry like? Is this a polygamous world? Interesting question. I wonder if maybe in this world you could purchase a <laughs> copy of your loved one and then marry them. Okay. <laughs> See, here's... Or, or, so, or, yeah, or. Yeah. Go on, go on, no, go on. No, I'm sorry. Like marriage <laughs> in the real world exists as an institution, at least civilly, like, not excluding all, like, religious aspects of whatever... Um, but mm-hmm. like governmentally, civically, like marriage exists because you get certain benefits, like your taxes mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. hospital visitation stuff, and like all the mm-hmm. all the fun paperwork. <laughs> what are the benefits of like? Because I say that I have like people say like this is my waifu, this is my husbando, and we really shoot them on mm-hmm. sight. And so you're trying to make that more of a legalized thing, but I don't understand what the perks are of it when everything is makeable. Well, so you bring up a good question. Um, The primary thing here is that I don't think anime characters file taxes. I think they're tax exempt, if that's what tax exempt means. (laughs) Uh, Can I use like Um, a 501c3 on them? Yeah, yeah. Whatever that is, go nuts. It's paperwork from nonprofits, which means you're tax exempt. File a four hundred one k on that stuck oh on that sucker. You That's a retirement fund. You worked for fund. Americorps like I did. How do you not know what a five hundred one c three is? Did you never have I, to? That was in two time? years ago. That was two years ago. I don't remember okay, what whatever. happened two years ago. All right, Richard. <laughs> oh, actually, I do remember filing that schedule. Actually, that was kind of a butt to track down. And also, they didn't give me as oh, there was a whole education award thing. Yeah. Oh man, they taxed so much of that. Yeah. Yeah, they. Did. <laughs> 
regardless, you, uh, they, I guess you'll probably have to follow them as a dependent because while they make money in the anime, they probably don't make any real people money. So you probably can't use that to pay for groceries or a house. Um, but you get to go into a virtual church or justice of the peace's office and you get to stand wearing your Sunday best and you get to have all your virtual loved ones around you as your virtual wife or husbando stands in front of you and get to marry them. Richard, you were talking, yeah? and I was trying to think about it more and more about whether or not any of this would be appealing. And mm-hmm. instead, what came to my mind is something ten times better that I want to give to you. Okay. Animal Crossing in the VR, except instead of, like, the Animal Crossing characters, it's whatever characters you want, but they're, like, random. So you could get characters you don't care about and they like, so you have like a village that you take care of. And so you don't marry Mm -hmm. them. You just befriend Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they all have their own little houses that they kind of decorate or whatever. And maybe they mention Mm -hmm. like characters in their own shows as like friends that they used to like know or are still hang out with, but don't live here. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, you do little tasks for them and basically it's just Animal Crossing, but, you know, Goku's there. Um, Mm -hmm, and then sometimes mm -hmm. characters that you hate are there. And so you're trying to make sure they move out so you can get like someone you like, but it's all random. And that can play into like the online base where you can invite your real friends over and then try to trade villagers. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, you got Makoto and I've got a Yu-Gi-Oh guy. So let's make this work. (laughs) First of all, I don't want to spend any time with any of the cast of Yu-Gi-Oh. They're terrible, terrible people. (laughs) Second of all, first the first part of my second of all <laughs> is that I love the idea of a virtual reality. Um, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. It's delightful. Uh, I I think it'd be scary because everyone's heads would be very big, um, and that would be kind of weird to just like interact with. But at the same time, you get to collect fish, you get to uh, decorate your house. I don't. I've never played Animal Crossing before, but it sounds good. You've never played Animal Crossing before. I played the camper game. No, Do you the mobile yeah, game but that's that came not out? like real Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, no, I, was, I played this. I was like, this can't be what real Animal Crossing is like. Richard. I mean, like I do other things. Rich, <laughs> Richard, I'm, I'm just sad now. <laughs> I'm just so sad now. I played Super Smash Bros., which had the villager in it. No, Richard. <laughs> wow. I know who. I, I'm gonna. I I I played Stardew Valley, which is is that like that? Yeah, it's like that, except it's less painful because <laughs> in Animal Crossing, it's in the real world, so it punishes you if you don't play it every day. Oh, that's mean. Yeah. Oh, that's mean. It, that's mean. That's and, mean. And, and it punishes you by having villagers say like, "Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Are you okay?" <laughs> or people randomly moving out that you love because you are ignoring them for too long. That's sad. Yeah, no, it's brutal. It's a brutal game. I love it. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, I, okay, so I love the brutality of this. I love the, the, the brutality that possibly we could have by having our, our favorite anime characters in there. And this is sort of, I feel like it's derivative of a bit of what we talked about last time with Ravenna, where we talked about making a fanfic with all your fave peeps in it, We right? didn't, no, the fanfic was the week before that. The last wow. week was a D&D. Yeah, Richard, all of your questions have been very similar. Yeah, they have been. <laughs> But, 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 in this one, what if we make it so you can marry the characters? Richard, why do you want to kiss yeah? all the fictional characters? I just want to kiss 
a couple people. Do I don't want to even kiss them. I just want to hold. Richard? I just want to hold a Pokemon's hand. No. And I just wanna. I just want to hold their hand, and I want to go on nice long walks through the virtual sunset, and then move back to our house. I don't even want to kiss anyone. Richard, I just want to get married. Hoppin. No matter how much you want to, you can't do it. I just want to hold hands. With my lo- with my beloved anime characters, build a house together, build a home, have some kids, but not in a sexual way. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> but you you you, you have some virtual kids, your virtual home, and then next door to you is uh I don't know D Gray Man or some other anime person. And yeah, you hate some other people in your village, but I like the idea that you can kick them out or trade them. Does your anime spouse have free will do you have to woo them is it like a visual novel or do you have to or like and then do you have to keep them happy or will they file a divorce here's what i'm thinking yeah it's a toggle a free will knob a dial that you can dial up or dial down that gets pretty upsetting pretty quickly when you turn off the free will and you just... Well, sci-fi has already explored this concept a lot. They all have... They will leave you Is if you treat them bad. Having a toggle for free will itself show that they don't have any free will? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, well, Lord give, Lord take the way, you know? <laughs> this is so, why I like, have issues with, like, questions like these. It just seems very yeah. unethical. Well... Well, uh, what are ethics? You know, Kelly, is that's a question I like to ask. Your 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 value system may be different from my value system. You may think it's wrong to have a, a robot that you hold hands with and get married with, even if they don't want to. And I think that's okay. Richard. Yes. Oh, my phone. Who would you want to marry in the VR world since you're so adamant about this? Oh. Oh. <laughs> you're the worst podcast oh maybe co-host. i don't know maybe maybe oh maybe some the brother from card capture soccer i don't oh know my just god <laughs> just, you know, if, if 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 we were to hypothetically okay, well, say well, a then, person okay. who we'd like to marry in the VR okay, world well, it might be him well, canonically he has a boyfriend so do you have to fight that guy no you have a nice little poly relationship <laughs> and you have a nice house together and it's very sweet <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then, if you don't, so like like the Animal Crossing mechanic where you don't, if you don't play every day, you get guilted or punished. Does that happen in this? Like, let's say like you marry whatever his face is, bro, dude, and then you like you know don't go on VR for two weeks. You go back in, and he's like, huh? So you're back. Now here's what I'm thinking. It's either going to be and does like, time pass differently? Like you leave to go get a pack of smokes, but really you're just like leaving the VR world, and you come back a week later, but your kids are now thirty years old and hate you. Uh, now I wouldn't. I wouldn't put this in my game. I would make it so. No, maybe I would. <laughs> At first, I was going to say I would make time freeze, but then I was thinking, what if I let time pass, and then when I come back, they're like, oh, thank God. A human. We've been trapped in here for so long. Please talk to us. And then, um, oh, this is turning problematic and weird. It but, has uh, been for the, from the beginning. <laughs> it is now officially. <laughs> all I want to know, Kelly. No, you know what? Forget all this. I need to know. 
if you had the opportunity to marry one of your favorite anime husband or waifus, would you do it? I don't know if I would, but if I had to, it would be Makoto Tachibana. Is that what you want to okay. hear? Okay, that is what I want to hear. And would you do it? <laughs> I, I was like, I just don't feel like I, I need to codify my relationship with a fictional character. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Because, like, I mean, like, I've been pretending, not pretending, I've been saying, like, oh, this is my anime husband, or this is my anime son, this is my anime daughter, this is my anime wife, this Mm -hmm. is my anime Mm -hmm. queen, Mm -hmm. this is my anime Mm -hmm. king, whatever, Mm -hmm. for, like, years. I have an anime Mm ex-husband. You do? Who is Uh, it? Rin Okumura from uh, Blue Exorcist. I really liked him when I was in high school, but he's still 15, so we had to, we had to. We had to break it off. Yeah, sure, sure. Luckily, Makoto Tachibana has been aging with me because now he's in college. So now he's fair oh, game that's forever. Fair game forever. Yeah, thanks, creators. Yeah. Um, so I just feel like it could get weird if we codify those weird fandom things because, like, what if mm-hmm. the police get involved? Like, what if, I don't know, like, I don't want proof of my weebness. That's true. I mean, it's not like 61 episodes of a podcast about animation would really be evidence for that to hold up in court. Can you imagine, Kelly, if like there was an anime crime sort of thing and you're like, I'm, I'm not a weeb. And then they're like, oh, really? And then they bring out our 60 episodes of Animate the World as evidence. Oh, God. We have to delete it all. We had to purge the internet. Oh my god. But there is an anime crimes show. Yeah, there is, and it's great. It's fantastic. There's going to be a second season confirmed. I just don't know when it's coming out. I think it already came out. Are you serious? And I haven't watched it? Yeah, because I watched the first episode. Of the second season? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, I should have told you. <laughs> I didn't watch any of the other episodes. It wasn't animated, so I must not have thought about it when we were doing Animate the World. What? Yeah, I think so. I, I At least, unless my brain made it up, because my brain could have made up the whole episode, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's with Prosody, right? Yeah. Yeah, Very... yeah. And it, what? The new Otaku City, yeah. 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 There's yeah. going to be, it's already out? I, I, I'm pretty sure I watched it. Maybe it was like a teaser, but it was a full episode. Oh my god, it's on Crunchyroll. Oh, there you go. There you go, that's it. Oh my god. I've been denying myself this gold. It's very, very, very good. Okay. Um, I know what I'm doing later. Alright, awesome. uh, Anime Crimes Division. That's what I recommend this week. Uh, see you mm. next time. See you next time, bye. I'm just kidding. But yeah, uh, I'd marry, I'd marry, Prosby. I'd marry the brother. Yeah, not Prosody, the brother. <laughs> if you, hey, hey, if, if anyone ever, listeners, hey, if you ever get the opportunity to get your hands on some Mary, your your husband, or VR. No. Just, you can email us at animatetheworldcast <laughs> at wordpress.com or oh gmail.com, whatever it is. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. This is a train wreck of an episode. Yeah, we're not even halfway there. <laughs> Ah. I hate you. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Well, would you hate me if I played some music for you? I don't know. I guess you'd have to try. Here, wait. I've been working on this. It's really good.
I probably already did this before, but I'm going to try something new. Can you hear that? Yep. Uh, Ugh. Kelly's current corner. I hated it. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I Welcome to Kelly's current corner. So, this past week, I have an exam due Tuesday, and I'm participating in NaNoWriMo. So, of course, I've been procrastinating on both of those things by watching television. So, oh I do God. have stuff in my corner. <laughs> Unfortunately, for my own mental health and academic life. Um, but it's fine. I'm fine. Uh, so, fine. honestly, the main thing that I watched... Well, actually, first, uh, I still haven't watched the new season of Free, but I found out that it confirmed that there's going to be another season in 2020. So, Holy cow. Holla. Gotta get on that. Um, probably because they're tying it in with the Olympics. Like, I can't imagine they wouldn't since the Olympics are in Japan and freeze about, like, the fact that they're trying what? to get into the Olympics or, like, Holy swim for the crow. Japanese team. So that's what I'm assuming. Of course, that's based off of no knowledge of season three at all. <laughs> so I really need to get on that. Um, but, mm. yeah, Hala, uh, that has nothing to do with this corner because I didn't watch it. What <laughs> I watched this week is I binged the entire series of uh, She-Ra Princesses of Power on Netflix. Oh, how is it? How is it? How is it? Fantastic. Oh my gosh, I keep seeing ads for it. I'm like, oh, that looks so good, but I don't have time to watch that. So here's the thing. I never watched the original She-Ra or He-Man. I watched one episode of He-Man for class. So did Richard. Um, Is that, are they related? Yeah. She-Ra is very close to He-Man. I'm embarrassed now. You can keep going. So uh, He-Man came first, and then She-Ra was basically the girl version, because that's how the 80s worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like his twin brother or something, or twin sister or something. Mm. Um, but yeah. And um, same world, whatever. They do crossovers. I don't know. I never watched the original <laughs> She-Ra. I did, after I finished this one, kind of skip through because like, the thing about this new She-Ra is it's, it's as all rebooted 80s show that decide to be female-centric and not sexualize the female characters has received a lot of ire from fanboys. Mm. Um, so much ire. And mm. them saying, like, this is nothing like the real She-Ra. This is SJW, Snowflake, whatever. And so immediately when <laughs> someone says that, I'm like, uh-huh, okay. Um, <laughs> with diverse body types and skin colors, oh, how dare heaven they? forbid the liberal agenda. <laughs> anyway, so I, I flipped through a regular Shira episode, and like yeah, the story is very different. They did change a lot, honestly, for the better. Um, God, I hate the character designs of the normal Shira because uh, <laughs> it's just sexy. But they were adults in that, and in this show, they're all teenagers, so. Um, whatever. Um, and, but the thing is that, like, in the regular Shira, like, every episode ends with, like, a character turning to the camera and talking about a lesson we learned this week. So, like, <laughs> them, people saying that, like, the Shira today is, like, super cringy, like, moral, whatever, it's like, no, they, the other one literally looked in the camera and said, what did we learn today? We learned sharing is important or something. I'm what like, are you saying? How is this TV? Like, you know, it's the 80s. This is a cartoon. Like, mm-hmm. that's what their purpose mm-hmm. was to spoon-fed morals, whatever. Um, 
Yeah. Anyway, so let me talk about the new Shira. So that was what initially spurred me to watch it was like, wow, the boys are screaming. I better watch it. See what's <sighs> happening. Um, so I can defend it appropriately or see if it it's worth defending because maybe like it, they didn't do a good job of it. Like I don't really like Voltron, but whatever. Uh, mm. The minute the opening credits played and I saw who wrote the whole thing, I was like, oh, we're in good hands. Wait, who wrote it? Noelle Stevenson. Are you serious? Wait, I thought I recognized the art from somewhere. Okay. Writer of Nimona and Number Games. And, like, for those of you who don't know, Nimona is a fantastic webcomic that Mm -hmm. I followed religiously Mm -hmm. as it, like, was posted. And, like, oh, my God, it's so good and gay and wonderful. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I just really love Noelle Stevenson. And she wrote it and directed it. It's, like, She-Ra Princesses of Powers is her baby, basically on netflix Mm. and it it shows because the writing is really good um people have been (sighs) okay people the fanboys have been complaining that the art style sucks and that the animation is terrible um i think most of this is because a lot of the animation is flat and that they don't really have that much shading on them which i think is a design choice that they don't like um Mm. I think it's a weird argument to make when the 80s one was incredibly stilted and used limited animation. (laughs) Um, I thought the animation was fine. I mean, sure, it could have been more dynamic, but it's the first season of a show. So Mm. usually it gets beefed up later. Um, It takes a lot of its inspiration and style from, like, Steven Universe, which I like, so I didn't have any issues with it. Um, And it's very anime, so, again... I don't have any issues with it. Also, it's 2D, and I'm like, yay, I like 2D. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Shira Princess of Power does differ greatly from the storyline of the original. So that is an actual real criticism. However, I think it makes the show more engaging and more interesting for today's viewers. So I'm not like, mm. I don't think that's like, I think reboots don't have to be religious to the other thing. I think as long as they keep the same message and overall, like, idea like you have to update to current audiences what's going to speak to little girls now because this is a show for Mm. like you know 12 year old girls Mm. even though i greatly enjoyed it so anyway this shira is um she's like a soldier of the horde which is what the real shira was but instead of finding out her twin brother and then finding the sword and then defecting or whatever um he man isn't in this at all she Mm. um is a horde soldier she was raised as a horde soldier and she on her way out discovers the magic sword and takes it and transforms into shira the warrior princess that's all the same um and defects from the horde which she did not know was evil even though it's called the horde which a character points (laughs) out which is really funny (laughs) um the thing that's the best thing about this new reboot is the relationship between Sh- um, Shira's name is Adora uh, and Katra, who is her best friend in the Horde. In the original series, Katra was just a villain that no one, like, she was really flat character and wasn't important. Mm. She is central in the reboot. She is, like, the second most important character other than Adora. And basically, it talks about the whole show is focused on their tension and their relationship because they were best childhood best friends in the horde like they only looked out for each other katra is like this cat lady who's like really antagonistic but like loves adora um and then when adora defects without katra they 
end up on opposite sides and it's like this tension of like we used to be friends and now we hate each other why won't you come back why won't you leave the horde why won't you come back to the horde am i not good enough and that's the whole conceit of the series and it's mm. so good and well written mm. and complicated and like katra is such a fantastically interesting character she's my favorite and i love her because she's like i don't care about like like odora is very much a uh a moral character where she's like no this is wrong i finally realized this is wrong i need to defect from these people and fight for the right side katra has always known the horde has been evil because she's not an idiot but she's like <laughs> what does it matter what matters is as long as we're like together and like you know doing all right but like when adora betrays her she's like my entire world is crumbling i'm gonna stick to the thing most familiar i'm gonna stick to the horde mm. Um, it also talks about abusive and psychological abuse because of the two of them were raised by Shadow Weaver, who is a character in both um, series, um, who is basically like their foster mom who manipulates them and is evil. Um, then there's like the other princesses of power who are cool, um, all have very different kind of changes in style. They're also more important in this series. Anyway, it's just a great series. I'm rambling. I really loved it. I had to watch it real fast, so that's how you know it's good, because I just had to go, next mm. episode, next episode, next episode. I found all the characters really fun. It was mm. just fun. It was a fun show. I recommend. That's awesome. I was looking at the ads for I was like, this definitely looks like a show I'd like. No, you would. Um, you would. Yeah. You should watch it. Like, the art style, everything about it seems really cool. It's very well written. It's very good. It's very oh. gay. <laughs> Yo, gosh, Nimona. No, I, mean, I mean, Noelle, not Nimona. Noelle Stevenson has proven she's very good at the friends to enemies to lovers trope. Yes. <laughs> that's oh Nimona, my God. and I'm ready for it in this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's really interesting what you say about reboots. Like, I completely agree that, like, it, I it's nice if like a reboot like is true to its original source material but we've seen so many successful reboots of things that aren't necessary that really play like really play calvin ball with the original idea yeah. like um riverdale uh the the reboot of the archie comics like people love that yeah and like i've heard really good things about it and like i'm watching the chilling adventures of sabrina the witch right now completely different. and like that's like it's like so different yeah. it's ridiculously different or like all of the iterations of um teenage mutant ninja turtles different oh my god every one of them is so different right yeah but the the fact that it's the girls has to mean it's evil <laughs> it must have the boobies and the sexy oh my god that have no every single one calls shira a she-male because when she transforms her boobs aren't big or something and it's like oh, oh my god, god i want to stab my eyes out hopefully they like hopefully why isn't she will. in heels She's a warrior. Because <laughs> it's hard to fight in heels, you dumb idiots. Uh, it's bad. Oh, poor, poor, poor fools. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Mm. But anyway, I just really liked it. I also thought the voice acting was really good. Um, oh. Like, I really like the um, Glimmer's mom's voice actress is really great. Catra's mm. really good. Um, I really liked Bo, who is the main male character who aptly is aptly named because he um uses a bow oh <laughs> but his voice cracks a lot and it's really good <laughs> he's also the sweetest and i love him oh gosh yeah um okay. it's a great cool show. awesome um, awesome but yeah so that's what i watched there's only 13 episodes it's on netflix highly recommend 
the end that's my corner way longer than it needed to be but i had a lot of emotion (laughs) and yeah that's it oh Oh, sorry 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 Richard's Rambunctious Room. Welcome to Richard's Room, everybody. I'm your host, Richard Minari, and I would like to welcome you to a spooky castle. <gasps> Why are you taking me here? There are bats everywhere, and there's a vampire maybe somewhere. Ooh. Why? It's oh, November. because it's November after Halloween. That didn't stop me from watching Castlevania over the past three days. <laughs> Oh, and snap! Le- I've heard so many good things about that. Kelly Swimo. Yeah. Okay. I... Okay. I have heard of Castlevania. I I know that they're going to be in the next Smash game. That's, like, the extent of what I know Are about they? Castlevania. Yeah, they're go- oh. like, there are going to be two characters. Not from the animation, but from the original games. Huh. Um, I, because, like, it got... It, it's been... People love Castlevania. But, like, I've heard a bit about it. I hear it's, like... Hard, like, platform and running around video game. I saw ads for the Netflix original series, and I had friends who were like, you need to watch this. And I was like, I'll get around to watching it someday. Well, lucky me. David is gone this weekend, which means that I'm actually going to watch stuff this weekend. <laughs> Amazing. David really doesn't like watching TV. He, he, We never get stuff done when he's here. So he wasn't here, so I was like, all right, cool. Gonna binge watch some. <laughs> I started watching it Friday night, and I have finished watching it like as of like maybe Richard, a couple hours ago. you never finish anything. I've never finished anything, but David's not here, so I finished it. Oh my god. So it must be good. Um yeah. Uh so here's the thing. It's very graphic, very adult. There's lots of cursing. Okay. There's lots of blood, lots of demons and people getting exploded. But like I loved it. I loved it so much, Kelly. Um <laughs> like so it's um it starts out with like exploring so like the idea behind Castlevania like in the video games was Dracula um lives in this castle that appears like every so often I think it's every like hundred years or something and like one of the the demon this member of a demon hunting family has to go and like kill Dracula um what happens here is that like Dracula uh falls in love with this human woman and um she's labeled a witch and she's killed by the church and so Dracula is like so upset with this that he like goes on this killing rampage and like that's the conceit behind the animated series and it is dracula's a great character his wife is awesome and like um i don't know like it it like the show has this really star-studded cast like richard armitage is the main character he's one of the demon hunters and he's like he's a he's kind of he comes across sometimes like kind of odd in his voice acting it doesn't it feels more like a stage performance sometimes but like it's he's really expressive and really good at uh, voice acting um but yeah the voice acting is great the animation is sometimes incredible like the fight scenes are ridiculous and beautiful there are other when they're like dialoguing it's like really pretty bad but um (laughs) but the fight scenes oh they're so good um but like yeah, I love the I love the villains, I love the heroes. Um the first season is like these tight four episodes that are like really fast paced and really engaging. Um second season just came out I think maybe a couple maybe a month or two ago. Um and it uh it's eight episodes, so they could take their time with some stuff. It was a little bit slower and I, I questioned some of their decisions with like why they like dove into different characters and different plot ideas, but they, they did it and I thought uh, it ended very well. So 
There's probably going to be a season three. I loved seasons one and two, and I'm very excited for those to come out sometime. Probably in like a year or two years. Richard, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of me too. I haven't finished an anime recently, but this I did. Look at you! Oh, go on. Um, but yeah, if you, it's, it's definitely has the characteristics of a, of a, um, a Western animation studio. So, um, if you aren't usually a fan of those, like I know some people who really don't like Avatar because like, it's very Western. I encourage you to try it out because this is a really beautiful example of like a Western dark, gritty animation. That's like top quality. Very good. Solid. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. I mean, trading for trade, we both watch Netflix yeah, series, <laughs> and I'm definitely going to go watch Shira like after this. Yeah, no, please do. It's so um, good. My, it, it looks so good. I'm very excited to hear that you liked it. Um, the next thing that I watched this week was something super old. Have you ever played Team Fortress 2, Kelly? I've never played it myself, but I know of it. Like, it's I like know one of those is. like really, it's like a really famous like FPS. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like a really famous FPS shooter. It's like when I was growing up, it was like the the, the first one that you'd probably play, um, and then like you'd move on to other stuff from there. Like it's a gateway one; it's really accessible. Uh, that the creators of Team Fortress Two um, made a couple animations, one for each of their character archetypes, and I watched one this weekend. It was for uh, like the the basic unit, the scout, mm-hmm. um, and it was like about like. Like, the whole gang of, like, the whole cast of characters was, like, um, they they thought that they were going to die because of radiation from their teleporters, and so they were all living like it was their last few days on Earth. And it was actually, the animation was pretty solid for the time when it was created. Huh. The writing was actually super funny, and, like, the whole conceit was very goofy. So, um, I really enjoyed that. I had no idea that Team Fortress had put out these animations so many years ago, and I am definitely going to watch the other ones. Um, but yeah, the first one, it's called Expiration Date. Um, and it's, it was very cute and it was very fun and I liked it a lot. <laughs> um, I have one last Richard's Room Bunch's Room. Do it. Me and then I'll be done. <laughs> so David messages me this morning from, uh, California where he is right now. Uh-huh. And he says, Richard, check out this new game. It's called Tokyo After School, wait, Tokyo After School Summoning or Summoners. And I'm like, oh, you're not usually into like games that like like anime like app games what is this and he's like oh it's a bara anime app game (laughs) and i'm like awesome so i downloaded it and opened it and i haven't actually gotten to play yet uh he says it's really boring but like it's basically like uh if you've ever if you're familiar at all with like shin megami tensei um games where like you summon demons and fight them against each other i believe it's similar to that but like it's very bara and like you (laughs) date uh, all these different demons and these different demon summoners and it, he said it's very cute and so I'm very happy that this sort of thing is in existence and accessible to us it's all they, they have it all in English you can put it in English so uh, yeah no that's a, it's a little jewel from this weekend that I picked up amazing mm-hmm. I won't look at it you shouldn't I hear it's very boring <laughs> sweet okay wow Richard look at you I did stuff I did stuff. You did stuff. I'm so proud mm-hmm. of you. You watched a oh, whole come on, series. Kai. I know, right? That hasn't happened since it took, well, it took us like how many months to finish? We don't talk about it. That other one. Yeah. <laughs> the one. 
<sighs> All right, solid. So yeah. is that your yeah, room? Yeah. That's my room. That's my room. All right. So where? What are we doing now? Oh, we got to talk about some really important juicy news that came out this past week. Yeah, like weren't we not supposed to have an episode this week? Oh yeah, this is a 16 week, but uh, Kelly messaged me and said, Richard, we have to have Animate the World this week. We have to talk about this. <laughs> and I completely agreed. I was so on board. Uh, but w- what do we need to talk about? What is there to talk about? We still about? about the Detective Pikachu trailer that came out very recently. <laughs> Detective Pikachu blessed our screens recently oh my gosh what like i still can't believe it right like i still it still hasn't hit me that it's real it's it's a hundred percent (laughs) real and how what were your first impressions when that dropped well so here's the thing i looked and i was like oh what a cute little spoof people were so taken aback that like detective pikachu was a game that of course like they're gonna make like a fan trailer and then i quickly realized it was not a fan trailer and that it was very real but Ryan Reynolds I was, was in it. I was, at first, to be honest, very horrified. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Kelly? So it was interesting. So um, my initial reaction was, like, horror as well. And, like, mm-hmm. what is this? Mm-hmm. And just, mm-hmm. like, just, like, that uncanny valley of, like... Like, see, here's the thing is that, like, I've seen this before, like, the creepy Pokemon stuff, but it's always been, like, a parody, a joke. Mm -hmm. And so I was just, like, at first I was, like, what? And, like, Mm -hmm. I had to take a minute away from the trailer. And then I watched again, and I was, like, hold on. This is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, no, okay. Can we talk about how soft and cute Pikachu is? (laughs) Pikachu is the fuzziest little mofo. And I just want to squeeze him. I want to squeeze that little mofo. And hold him close and love him. Just love him so much. That's all I want to do. It's like such an interesting task that they've set before themselves. And that I guess they've achieved. I mean, like, Pokemon are by definition these, like, cartoony, like ridiculous like big huge eyed and not realistic creatures and here they are trying to bring them into the real world using cgi mm-hmm. and try to make them look realistic they're not even trying to make them look like oh like they're brought up from the cartoon world like i don't know um space jam like they're <laughs> actively trying to make them look realistic and that's such a weird concept to me and it is it, at uncanny valley is like exactly where i'm sitting right now mm-hmm because I'm like, that's not real, but it's got eyes and it's looking at me right now. Wait, is that your definition of real? <laughs> it has eyes I mean, and it's like in the real world. It has fur. It has claws. It has eyes that are like at least not dots drawn, but they're like have pupils and shit and irises. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Richard. I don't. I don't know <laughs> if anyone can help you at that point. I it's, wait. Are you telling me Pokemon aren't real? Is that what you're telling me, Kelly? <laughs> Because I think you're the one who's mistaken. So, here's the thing. Detective Pikachu is a game. Have you played it? Mm-hmm. No, I have not. Neither have I. I actually don't know anything about it. Me neither. Don't even know if it's out. Don't know anything about it. So, thus, I'm uniquely qualified to figure out what this game is. Or what this movie sure. is. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because I know nothing. Mm-hmm. 
And so I think that we should, for the next few minutes, try to reverse engineer and figure out what could possibly be the plot of this movie. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that, like, what I've gathered from the trailer is that this is definitely a comedy, but perhaps it's like a dark comedy because it has that gritty oh. flavor over it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's taking itself too seriously, i.e. main guy uses a stapler to attack Pikachu. Yes. I thought he had a gun at first, and I was like, holy shit, this is getting real. <laughs> if, if humans have guns in the Pokemon universe, then, like, what's the point? Of Pokemon? <laughs> what's the point of Pokemon? I wonder if they'll discuss the, like, are Pokemon just data? Oh. Uh, uh, Do you think that'll be, like, a plot point? Like, Detective Pikachu's going to have a crisis when he's like, you're just a bunch of data. And, like, I mean, (laughs) I haven't seen a Pokeball yet. Like, maybe they're just going to think of them as big animals. (laughs) That's true. All the Pokemon are out. Mm -hmm. They're out and about. We have not Do they have trainers or do they just hang out? I don't know. Like, we don't know anything. We don't know enough. We know literally nothing. (sighs) I think um, probably going to have, well, I don't know, can, 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 can digital data be that furry and that soft and cuddly is my question. I mean, anything's possible if That's Mr. True. Mime exists in the world. I don't hate Mr. Mime as thought as I was going to hate Mr. Mime. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's, looks, he's like got a shitty little face and uh, his, his body is weird. But like, he's expressive. And he's not like a horrible clown monster, which is what I always think of Mr. Mime as. Do Mr. Mimes have rights? No. And they shall never have rights <laughs> as long as I live. Because they are monsters. <laughs> wow, we're really getting into ethics. Because I mean like... Yeah, we are. Because <laughs> like, isn't it canonical that he and Ash's mom are... It's canonical, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that, that Mr. Mime is Ash's dead dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in Everyone the movie trailer... Main guy's looking for his dad. Mm-hmm. It's Mr. Mime, right? Like, we all know, like, they gave it away in the trailer. That, like, oh, yeah. I mean, like, that he was in terror. That's why he was telling them to shove it. He was actually saying, my soul was shoved into a clown. <laughs> and please free me. I am in hell. <laughs> um, it, it's funny because not a lot of people know that Shoji Maguro released the official press release that said that Mr. Mime is Ash's dad. And Mr. Mime, all Mr. Mimes are someone's dad who's dead and became a Mr. Mime. And so, like, I, I think it's very important that we bring that into this discussion and make sure we're having an informed conversation that's fully backed by knowledge that we already have. Someone posted a screenshot of, I think it was like a, a Lolan episode of the Pokemon series where, like, because in that one, um, Ash's mom and Mr. Mime are canonically on vacation. That's why they're there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just a scene of them in a vehicle and Mr. Mime's hand is on her thigh. And that's a screenshot of the (sighs) children's TV show, Pokemon, Sun and Moon. Now, here's my question. Never mind. I can't ask that and not go to hell. Okay. It's too late. (laughs) Here's my question. What is this Pokemon movie going to be rated? Like, who is the target demographic for this movie? It has to be millennials that have now grown up, right? Like, that's... So rated R, yeah. No. 
I would say PG yes. thirteen. It's rated <laughs> R. The, the rated R version has the Mr. Mime sex scene in it that we all mm-hmm. are thirsting for, of course. Especially oh, yes. Richard, I'm so who excited every episode oh, yes. tries to get mm-hmm. his hands on a Pokemon. Mm. His the stick arms and dodgeball shoulders. Mm. Do you think? It got me sweating. Do you think if you squeezed a Mr. Mime shoulder, it would make a noise like a honk? Probably like a squeak, like oh, a honk, like a clown yeah, like, nose. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think so. Now imagine that sound while you're making pies. Mm-hmm. That's my euphemism for sex. Okay. Is um, <laughs> are they only gonna do the hundred fifty? Right. We can it lo- mm-hmm. No, because Greninja's in it. Oh my god! Wait, is Gre- yeah Greninja is in it? Yeah, there's like five Greninjas. I feel. Um, so what is? So is it? Are all 720... See, here's the thing. They open the door. That means everyone's going to expect their favorite guy to be there. And Ooh. that's not going to happen because there's it's only, like, happen. so much movie time. If there isn't a Hopip, I'm disliking the movie 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. There's no Sorry. Hopip, Richard. Hopips uh, don't you exist. You say that now. You say that now. Can you imagine what they look like? They're dead yellow eyes as they float through the sky just waiting to be hit by a plane. Aren't hop-ups really small? Maybe they're in every scene, but you just don't see them. All the little tiny microscopic guys getting in our lungs and causing us to get sick. Yeah. Or causing us to get allergies. They've been canonical about, like, the sizes of the Pokemon. Like, Charizard mm-hmm. is short in the trailer. Yeah, thank goodness. He's a small little four-foot guy, ain't he? Um, yep. But, so, the hop-ups would be really small. To bring to bring it down to real to realness to, to to a real discussion, they do say in the trailer that he lives in Sinnoh, which is fourth gen. Fourth gen reboot. I wonder confirmed. if they're going to be in a specific city in Sinnoh, perhaps from the games, maybe Lumio City, maybe. What is wait? Sinnoh is no Lumio City isn't in Sinnoh, isn't it? Lumio City is in Kalos, right? Oh shoot, you're right. I was like, don't. Um, Richard, I'm... Don't, we, don't, don't try to... Richard, Richard, we established this, like, 30 episodes ago that I was the resident Pokemon master on this podcast. Oh, that's right, I forgot. Everything, and you're just proving the point by just spewing out nonsense. No, Professor Sycamore no, of, like, Pokemon no. X and Y lives in Lumia City. No, Professor, okay. God. Pokemon X is, like, my one of my top-tier Pokemon games, all right? So don't come, don't come at me. I sound like a fool. Yeah, that's where Greninja. Oh <laughs> is it? Isn't um, Sinnoh like the gen right before it? Isn't that Pokemon Pearl? Sinnoh is. Sinnoh was fourth gen. Yeah, the the gen after that was Unova, and then it was Kalos. Um, Sinnoh. Sinnoh is Pokemon Pearl and Diamond, right? Yeah, I can't remember what the name of the city is. It has a lighthouse. Oh my God, Kelly, kill me. Um. I look like a fool. So here's the thing, is that, like, everyone's always talking about Sinnoh reboot confirmed because it's, like, the only Pokemon thing that hasn't been remade. So is this, like, a message? Oh. That, like, Sinnoh is confirmed? I'll tell you what. Maybe it's replacing the Sinnoh reboot. Maybe this is the Sinnoh reboot. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, you want yeah. You want me to give you a list of the cities? Yes, please, God. All right, we've got Twin Leaf Town, Sand Gem mm-hmm. Town. Well, this was a city, okay. right? Okay, I'm going to look at the cities. I think it's at the end of the list, probably. Orberg City. No, not that. Earth, Eterna City. Hearth no, Hope that's City. A Soli- no. That's a town. Veilstone City. Pastoria no. City. No. Canalave City. No. 
Uh, Getting there. It's the next one, I think. Sunny Shore City. Sunny Shore. That's the one. Maybe. Uh, it's the yeah, biggest. Yeah, it's got so. a. It has a lighthouse. Yeah. I don't think it's in Sunny Shore City from the trailer. It looked like a New York kind of area. True. Um, it looked like a much cityier city than yeah. the harbor town that Sunny Shore. What's is. that yeah. city? I think it's in Pearl. Or, you know the isn't is Pearl when you get skitties? No, that's the jet. That's Hoenn, the one before. <sighs> but Pearl is where you have fossils, right? Yeah, they had a lot of fossils in Pearl. They also had fossils in uh, fossil. They also had fossils in Hoenn. No, but well. isn't that the one where you could like have a fossil base? Oh, you mean underground? Yeah, yeah. The the underground world. Yes. Oh my God, I love was that Pearl? underground world, Kelly. Yeah, that was down in Pearl. Okay, well, so yeah, fun. I think maybe it's, maybe the city, maybe, what's the city, I think it's the third city you get to, and it's where you figure all that stuff out, and there's those huge buildings. Orboro? Is it Orboro? Well, Orboro's a mining town, uh, and it's full of soot and dirt. No. I might be make-believing. Whatever. <laughs> Do you think they're just gonna, like, mix-match all of the cities, and just, like, or are they gonna pay attention to that? They're probably going to do what the anime does all the time, which is make up cities uh, and just shove them in. Oh, this Wikipedia page also mentions the cities that are in the anime exclusive. Oh. Let's see. Let's see if there's a city in this. Crown City. That sounds like a place where they'd go. Yeah. Based on Amsterdam, Netherlands, and it's got like high rises and skyscrapers. So that could be it. That could be it. I think that might be it. Mm-hmm. Looking at the rest of this. And Crown City sounds like something the movie would use. Like, the name. <laughs> Did they use it? Now, I feel like that name is familiar. Maybe I'm Crown just, City? It sounds familiar. Maybe I'm yeah. just creating false memories now in my own delusion. Here's my question. Yes. Is Detective Pikachu going to have to kill anyone? Um, with a gun, yeah. Yeah, he's going to have to have a gun because he's a detective. Do detectives have guns? Probably. Yeah, he needs a gun. He needs a gun. Yeah. I want... I don't want there to be no Pokemon fights. I want the Pokemon to have guns and like that's the movie. <laughs> and I want there to be drugs and sex and I want there to be um, murder. Wait, okay, wait. Actual uh, legit question. The way Pokemon matches work is very child-friendly where they everyone takes turns. But mm-hmm. I don't see this movie going that route. Do you think the the Pokemon like... Battles are going to be more like, you know, everyone's just going at it as fast as they can. Or is it like in the anime where everyone's just like going at each other? Yeah, like people are just going and going and going. Well, I'm thinking maybe because in the Detective Pikachu game, I don't even think they battle. I think Pikachu just walks around and says, "Ooh, a Pokemon doo doo. This is, (laughs) I don't know, a a, a sand shrew or some other shit." And, like, maybe he uses electricity to tase someone or something. I don't know. Oh, I do want Pikachu to tase people. That's funny. He is the perfect detective. Yeah, he is the perfect detective. Wow. I am sad that Danny DeVito is not voicing Detective Pikachu like I had hoped. (laughs) Like, can you imagine? Or, like, maybe, or maybe Gilbert Gottfried, who goes, Hi, I'm Gilbert Gottfried. I'm Detective Pikachu. Richard. Can I tell you that when you said <laughs> Detective Pikachu or um or um uh, Danny DeVito's 
Detective Pikachu. What I immediately visualize is a movie instead of a CGI Pikachu. It's just a naked Pikachu in a diaper with really bad yellow paint. Pikachu makeup cursing for two hours and it was the greatest movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can make that our movie, Kelly. Like, just like the Danny DeVito from It's Always Sunny, but in bad mm-hmm. yellow makeup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Why just isn't that the movie? <laughs> Holy shit. Why aren't we doing that? Oh, my God. We got to call Ryan. Yeah, we got to. Sorry, Ryan. Got to get out of here. Once we tell him our idea, he's going to be like, you're right. I have to step down. Yep. I was wrong. Sorry. Thank God Scarlett Johansson's not in this movie. <laughs> Would she be? Uh, as she's in every Asian movie, isn't she? That is true. <laughs> <sighs> oh, yeah, we have to talk about the fact that, like, it's another Japanese, like, intellectual property that's being used, that's being, like, licensed and made in America, which is... Yeah. They keep doing that, man. Yeah, they do. I don't hate it as much as this because it seems like a completely original storyline and like Mm -hmm. at least they're using a diverse cast from what i can tell yeah i know they've got a black main character which i'm very happy yeah so i feel like i'm not as mad as i normally am because usually it's like they completely mess the story there's no story here Mm -hmm. that i know of other than the detective pikachu games which are probably as you say pikachu going pika pika doo-doo here he does talk in uh the game as well i think wow is it like mystery dungeon No, I think you. I think it's mostly like, a. I've never played Ace Attorney before, but I think it's something similar to that. Huh. Interesting. Phoenix, right? Okay. No, but like all the Pokemon talk, like in Mystery Dungeon, or is it just? Pokemon? Oh no no no! Again, only Pikachu talks, as in the Why movie. Why does yeah. Pikachu? Can we talk about Pikachu privilege? We have. We remember when we talked about how Eevee needs to be the. Well, guess the what? We predicted it. We did. I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, oh, we were right. Let's go, Eevee. Let's go, Eevee. Here's the thing. All I've seen is people playing Let's Go, Eevee. No one's playing Let's Go, Pikachu. Really? At least everyone that I've seen online, it's like always the Let's Go, Eevee. I was having a conversation with a bunch of like 18-year-olds like (laughs) an hour or two ago in the college I work at, and they were like, yeah, I want Let's Go, Eevee. And I'm like saying, take... like, I would want Let's Go Eevee if I had $60 to spare on a game that's for 12-year-olds. It, oh, Kelly. It looks like, I have so many reviews say it's the easiest game that they've ever played before. Yeah. Well, because like, there's no grinding or anything like that. There's no grinding. You just catch whatever you want and beat the credit. And if it's too hard, you just have a friend hop on and it's 2v1. <laughs> and it's just not fair. Yeah. No. It's, um... That's why I'm like, if it was cheaper, I would buy it just because it's adorable. Mm. And -hmm. like, I mean, they said it from the beginning that it was going to be a casual game. Um, And they are releasing a normal Pokemon game in 2019. So like, I don't... They are? Really? Yeah, it was released. There's another, (gasps) there's an actual Pokemon game coming out in 2019. Like, I don't see why everyone, like, there's people who are really mad about it existing. I'm like, I mean, Pokemon is supposed to be for kids, like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this would be great. Like, if I were a kid, I would love the crap. Oh, my God. I would be so excited about the Pokeball controller. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. Also, like, they have different animations for every Pokemon that follows you. Yeah, that's... 
what? I really want that to just be a thing in all Pokemon games now, please. Pokemon has just been holding back for the past seven generations. Each game saying, oh, we're going to add one more thing. We're going to add one more thing. Except for Gen 5 where they're like, mm, we're not going to add anything. But we are going to make the Pokemon very interesting. Yeah. I mean, they did. the game started out with Pikachu following you. And it took us That's true. 20 years to get back to that. <laughs> I remember when Gen 4 came out and we had the Soul Silver remake and or the uh the, the silver and gold remakes and i was like whoa you get to have your pokemon follow you wait that's such an old concept <laughs> and yet they keep taking and it away from are. us because they're cruel so david and i are probably going oh you're gonna be so mad kelly david and i are probably gonna get let's go pikachu uh-huh. um because solely because we like seeing pikachu stand up in his cute little outfit that's i mean that's valid <laughs> like evie looks cute in their little outfit but like I'm not standing up. <laughs> you know? I don't know. That's what makes Eevee cuter to me. It's because it's more cat-like. Mm. Very cat-like. Very foxy. What Pokemon would you have follow you around in the Let's Go games if you had it? Uh, oh, def- well, Let's Go only has 150. Uh, definitely coughing. <laughs> of course. Because I think that'd be very funny to just be having a stink cloud follow me around. <laughs> That's just it. And then I'd just be farting constantly and be like, oh, sorry, it's my, it's my coughing. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's amazing. How about you? It's hard. I maybe like a Growlithe. I think I would be able to ride the Growlithe. Oh, like yeah. Like whatever definitely. the Especially what's the start. evolved form of Growlithe? Arcanine. Arcanine yeah. yeah, I think an Arcanine would be really fun, or a Ninetales. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I've seen clips of like the uh, Polygon following the oh trainer. is it just like floating around it floats like but it like glitches flapping. as it floats oh my god like it, it like it stutters as it's floating behind you which is really funny um <laughs> that's funny i don't know they were just all really clever with how, like how the pokemon move and i'm just really happy mm. do you think that's why they can't implement it in the new games because they'd have to figure out a walk cycle for all 700 800 pokemon now Oh, yeah. And they'd have to, like... It's, like, more work on your DS. Like, for the Switch has so much more power behind it, I feel. Well, the new game's gonna be on the Switch, too. Oh, really? Oh, that means Dave and I will be able to play together. Yeah. Gosh, diggity well, darn it. Well, whatever, Well, I don't man. know if, like, it'll be two-player, but... I doubt it. Yeah. It's probably gonna be, like, a regular Pokemon game, but... Yeah. I mean, it's probably gonna be much cooler looking, oh, yeah. I'm hoping. And I'm going to immediately buy it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there's going to be a fire fighting starter. Like, those are all the things that are guaranteed. Did they say fire flying? Fighting. Oh, fire fighting? Oh, of course. There's always a fire fighting yeah. starter. <laughs> we had we had Incineroar, which was basically a fire fighting starter, even though it was fire dark. Yeah, no. He's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. A wrestler. Richard, wow, mm-hmm. this, this conversation about Pokemon derailed fast. Yeah, yeah, As yeah. As expected by us. A critically yes. acclaimed podcast. Who has played the game that they are talking about. Definitely. I mean, the game of... We were talking about the movie that hasn't come out yet. Yeah. <laughs> Cry. The movie about the game that we definitely played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant to say. Richard, yes. let's go to the rec room. Let's go to the movies. Let's go to the movies. Let's go Richard, to the movies. Richard, what is your movies. rec of the week? 
My wreck of the week is a little animation from the land of Britain. Ooh. Is um, it Helda? It's, ca- it was, it's not Helda, um, but it is... Uh, it was originally... Oh, here's the thing. It's actually... It was called Orangutan in the Bedroom or Orangutan oh, in My Bedroom. Yeah. I thought that was Icelandic. Was it Icelandic? The the PSA? Yeah, the PSA about like deforestation. Yeah, I thought that was Icelandic. I'm going to find out. It might be Icelandic. It was the narrator when I was watching it was narrating in a British accent. So I was um. like, oh. <laughs> but it, it may be Icelandic. Um, but it's very... I liked the animation style a lot. It was... Um, uh, cartoony but at the same time like had very good use of CGI implemented in it. It was a very good blend of the two. And like when the um when we switched over to the orangutan or the, yeah the orangutan's perspective, uh when it was in its jungle habitat, like the the machinery looked really fearsome and very intense and very scary. So I like that a lot. So the internet is telling me that it is so New York Times said it was a UK ad, but everywhere else mm. is saying Iceland. So, New York Times, why you gotta lie? The United Kingdom says it's from Iceland. So, <laughs> I feel like they would have claimed it if it wasn't. Uh, yeah, no, that's a solid little animation. Very mm-hmm. sad. They, they call it orangutan, yeah. which they say Indonesian orangutan. Mm. All orangutan. Good, yeah, good, good. Pick, Richard. Oh, thank you. What's your favorite? My wreck of the week is Wreck It Ralph, which is <gasps> my one of my all time favorite animated movies, um, and I'm recommending it because the sequel comes out in three days, so you should rewatch the first one so you can go see the second one. And I'm yes, I have to. That's exactly what I'm planning to do and force my family to go see during Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, so you shall too. Especially because the second one has that really cool princess scene that's been on all the trailers. So I'm sure it's not important mm-hmm. at all in the actual movie, but whatever. It makes me excited. Mm-hmm. I really liked Wreck-It Ralph, so I hope the second one is decent. Wreck-It Ralph was a great movie. It was a great movie, and I haven't seen it in forever. Very so I'm going to force my yeah, family to watch this first one with me. And then watch. Uh, my family's not going I can maybe make my brother watch it. I can probably make my dad watch it as well. Because mm-hmm. um, my dad loves animated movies. Yeah. So I might do that. Um, yeah. So that's also watch Shira. Support it. Yes, oh my god, I have to watch Shira tonight. Oh my god. Please do, it's so good and I have no one to talk about it with. Whenever I go on YouTube, all I get is people going like, this liberal propaganda. And I'm like, oh my god, it's a cartoon for children! (laughs) How are we to expect that a woman... Doesn't have giant boobies, Kelly. I don't know. You're right. How are you supposed? How is that realistic? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right, Richard. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Should we thank you check. some other people? Oh, absolutely. We want to thank the Fat Rat for letting us use their song Prelude as our theme song. Check out their YouTube page at the link in our description. You can also find us at our website, animatetheworldcast.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music. And while you're there, if you could hand us a few um, Stellas, which is the something word for star. Estrellas? Estrellas, but also I think Stella may be Latin for star, not positive. It's what? I'm looking it up. Yes. But those guys, we would love them. Yeah. Um, by the honor of five stars. 
Oh. It's my way to transform, but I actually need five stars in order to do it. And the world is going to perish if I don't transform in the next few minutes. So, like, get on it. If you want Kelly to be able to save the world, you better give us five stars. Yeah, we don't call animate the world for nothing. Mm-mm. Also, if you ever wanted to send anything our way, like maybe a good tip on how I can marry my favorite anime husband though through VR, you can email us at animetheworldcast at gmail.com. And we're also accepting resumes for a new co-host to replace Richard like we are every week. Please bring yeah. <laughs> Good luck. You'll never find anyone as charismatic as me. <laughs> <sighs> and what should we leave them with this week, Richard? Go watch She-Ra, because that's what I'm going to do. And maybe go watch Castlevania, because I heard that was good, too. Oh, it's so good. Go watch Castlevania, definitely. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. And I'm Amy. And we host More Research Required, a podcast where we create scientific studies we would do if anyone gave us money to do them. We're asking the real questions. Questions like, does your personality affect whether you believe in horoscopes? Or do hockey superstitions have an impact on the outcome of a game? And how often are people really playing Wonderwall at parties? We discuss prior research, make hypotheses, and speculate wildly about what we would do with unlimited funding. Catch more research required every other Sunday on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold. In the winter of 2017, two friends fell in love with the K-pop group. The group was so talented, so beautiful, so incredibly full of memes that the two friends wanted to shout their love from the rooftops. Instead, they decided to shout their love from a podcast. This is the story of two normal, God-fearing Americans and their shameful descent into the diamond life. This is 16, a 17 fan cast. Join your favorite anime club hosts, Kelly and Richard, every other week as they talk for unreasonable amounts of time about their favorite K-pop group, 17. You can find us at our website, svt16.wordpress.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Music.